0: Welcome to our Clothes with the Sun daily podcast, our daily reading and meditation on the Gospel of the Day. I am James Thomas. Today is Thursday, May 11th, 2023. Uh, Today is Thursday of the fifth week of Easter. Today's Gospel reading is from the Gospel according to St. John. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy might be in you, and your joy might be complete. So it's a short one today, but nonetheless very profound Our Lord mentions two words there that are very, very crucial, and these are things that I love to talk about. One of those words is love, another one is joy. These are both uh, fruits of the Holy Spirit. Of course, the word love is also called charity, and charity is also a virtue. We could talk about what all that means. Hey, why don't I just mention it now? A virtue is something that we do in cooperation with grace. A virtue is a good habit, a, a habit of good morals that we work on, that we build up within ourselves. Virtues are things that we ourselves need to be working at at all times. Whereas a gift is something freely given from the Holy Spirit. And we possess the gifts through our baptism, yet they are uh, completed, fulfilled in a sort of a way through our confirmation. Confirmation is the completion of, of baptismal grace so in confirmation the reason we always study the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit is that you know in conjunction with confirmation is that through confirmation we now possess them fully we, we already possess them but now we have access to them they are the, the grace is complete and we have this special gift of the Holy Spirit to use these gifts and these fruits in the world to build up the body of Christ, to build up the kingdom of God here on earth. And so St. Paul talks about the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Once again, these fruits are connected with our baptism and our confirmation. And so if we are in the Lord, and it just drives me crazy that people get confirmation by the hundreds and thousands, and then they don't go to church the following week. So what they did the previous week by getting confirmed is now completely spent. It's wasted because you have to be in the state of grace in order to have access to these fruits and these gifts. You have to be a man or a woman of prayer and pursuing holiness. So anyway, love and joy. St. Paul talks about various fruits of the Spirit, and among these are love and joy. Love, charity, is a virtue insofar as It's something that we work at. See, some of these actually double. Another one is courage. Courage is something you need to work at. But at the same time, courage is one of those things that you can also call upon in difficult moments. Our Lord promises this in the gospel. Do not worry when you are called before magistrates and kings to give an account of your faith. I will be with you. I will give you the words to say. That speaks of wisdom, but it also speaks of courage. The Lord will give us the grace that we need. He will also give us the fruits of the spirit when we need them. And really the fruits are a little different in that. If we are in the Lord, if we're in the state of grace, if we're following closely to Jesus and the father, then the spirit just is at work in us producing joy, producing love, producing peace. So, these things flow naturally from us. I just saw a great post on Facebook that talked about how people seek happiness in all these things outside of them, and it's like building a house that you're not going to live in. You know, we're, all right, I have I'm all happy now because I have all these external things, but none of these things last versus building up happiness within yourself by simply having a relationship with God. Prayer, striving to live a moral life. So that's how these things work. We talk about joy a lot at Christmas time. And yet, once again, the world attributes that joy to the fact that you got the gifts that you wanted. The fact that you're eating nice cookies, listening to Christmas music, going for a sleigh ride, all the things we associate with Christmas. Santa Claus was good to you this year. Well, those things might produce worldly happiness. But that's not the same thing as joy. Joy as a fruit of the spirit. When we sing joy to the world, even just when we hear the angels say to the shepherds, peace on earth, goodwill to all, to men, etc. The angels are talking about these things as fruits of the spirit. That now that Jesus has come to the world, there's going to be real peace in the hearts of men and women real love, real joy is going to flow from the people of God because God overflows it within them through the Holy Spirit. So in the lives of the saints, there's just endless examples of these things at work. For example, let's take joy. So many saints are the patron saints of joy, patron saints of even laughter, humor, etc. St. Lawrence, when I just talked earlier, I thought about St. Lawrence when he's speaking about courage, courage being a fruit of the spirit. No, I'm sorry. Courage is a gift of the spirit. Um, St. Lawrence, when he was being burned at the stake and and then they asked him while he was burning, do you have any final words? He said, turn me over. I'm done on this side. What a gift that God gave him at that moment. It wasn't just a manic depressive kind of a thing like, well, I'm completely freaking out, so I'll make jokes because I'm just losing my mind. Rather, what was happening there is that this is a martyr, and this is very common in the stories of the early Christian martyrs in Rome, that they continued to sing. They continued to have big smiles on their faces. They were at peace, so many of them, while they were dying, giving their lives for the Lord. There was joy among them. St. Lawrence had a genuine joy in his heart, and he was able to, to make a joke because of that. Laughter is so very, very important. St. Therese, the little flower, is another one. In her life, I mean, she was in a lot of pain. She died at the age of 24. She was very sick, and yet she was known to go around the convent and cheer up the other sisters when they were sick, when they were sad, when they were depressed. She put on costumes. She put on little shows for them. She was always reaching out to the ones that were the most miserable in order to cheer them up. And, uh, I don't know, there were, there's different quotes from her life, different things that were said about, uh, some of these sisters thinking that Therese, um, you know, that they were her favorite, that they, that she really loved them. And and yet she wrote in her memoirs, Oh, this particular sister is very difficult. So this is what I'm doing. I'm going to reach out to her. I'm going to ask the Lord to give me the grace to give this person joy. So, great thing. St. Philip Neri is another one. He built up the church in Rome during the time of the Counter-Reformation when things were really, really bad uh, through a buildup of the priesthood. And how did he build up the priests? Through oratories where there were just so many wonderful things being offered for the priesthood and for the people of Rome, such as music and laughter, theater, history, meals prayer together. And he was known to be a very joyful person. He would give bizarre penances to make everybody laugh. And it would also build up humility. Being joyful means getting, it, to, it conquers pride. It builds up our humility when we can laugh at ourselves, when we can laugh at the challenges we face in our lives. Pope John Paul would be another one. I was there. I he woke me up the day of World Youth Day. When we were sleeping in the morning, Mass was at 10. We figured we would wake up at 10 in time for Mass. Who cares about bathing and combing your hair and brushing your teeth? We knew we were leaving after that and we could eat after that. So what did Pope John Paul do? He came in at 8.30 and he woke us up. He got on the microphone and loudly woke us all up. Thousands of hundreds of thousands of us laying in the park, sleeping, trying to sleep at Cherry Creek State Park. In Denver, Colorado. And uh, he got on the microphone and he said, good morning, sleepy heads in that thick Polish accent. And we were yelling at him, leave us alone. We're trying to sleep. No, wake up. <laughs> and I remember it very fondly. I was there. I, I saw the it with my own eyes. And he had such a gift for humor and such a gift for young people because of his gift for humor I think about people from my own life as well, people that were joyful despite their suffering. I think of my mother's parents, both uh, her mother and her father. Her father had a stroke, and he was very sick, and he died when I was very young. But I remember one time we couldn't find him, and he was in a room that he wasn't supposed to be in, and I was three or four years old, and I saw him, and I kept saying to my mom, Mom, Mom. And she kept saying, now, be quiet. I'm looking for your grandfather. But, Mom, I got to tell you something. Now, you can tell me later. Stop talking. And I could see him. And he was there. And he saw us frantically going up and down the hall looking for him. And he was in his wheelchair, hunched over, could hardly move. But he was laughing. He was laughing at us. And he was just having a good old time watching us and, and watching the fact that nobody was listening to me. His wife, my grandmother, my mother's mother, was just an endless source of fun and joy, as she lived to be a hundred and one. She was making jokes right to the very end. The final picture that we took of her, she's wearing a leopard skin uh, coat, and she's uh, ma- you know making gestures at us like uh, like she was you know a leopard herself, kind of a thing. Um, and this is a couple days before she died. She uh, was always making jokes and and was a practical joker as well. I think, too, of another friend of mine who I was in the seminary with, and he was very, very sick. He eventually died. He never made it to the priesthood. Uh, But when people would go to visit him, like myself, we would feel bad because of his condition, and we would leave feeling so much better because he made us laugh. He had such an incredible gift to just bring joy to everyone. Uh, through his gestures, through his words, through just the bizarre stories and scenarios he would come up with. And even as he was dying, he was making jokes about the ceiling tiles in the hospital room and how he couldn't lift his rosaries. He was so weak. So he was counting the tiles in the room as as the Hail Mary beats, And uh, just the stories are endless. At some point, I wanted to write something about him and just all the different stories. That we have from him, from just, you know, all the all the joy that he brought to others. So our Lord gives us this great gift, so many great gifts, and this is a sign of a true believer. When people brag about how they love God and they love their faith and they go to church all the time and then they're miserable and they love to put others down, that's a sign that they're a little hypocritical. There's something wrong there. They don't really possess the fullness of the faith and the spirit but when a person is joyful that's it's contagious it draws more people but it's a sign yes god is in that person's heart yes that person is in the state of grace because even as they face all the challenges of life they can continue to laugh and be lighthearted knowing there is a bigger purpose in all this and that god has me this all this falls under the virtue of hope hope meaning and you know laughter and humor it falls under the virtue of hope trust is also another word for hope meaning i am okay even with the challenges of my life i'm going to be okay because i have a father who is my daddy in heaven and he is taking care of me and therefore i have nothing to fear i have nothing to worry about my whole life is in his hands so we pray let us pray for each other that we continue to remember that our lives are in God's hands and that we live as children of God in the freedom to be hopeful, to be trusting, to be joyful, to be overflowing with love, just as little children are. Jesus tells us the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Anyway, hope you have a great day. God bless you.